This thing right here yeah, yeah, is for my peoples yeah. in the streets with speech. Uh -huh. And this thing Rock right out, here, look at your ass off your feet. Come on. They call me Dragon. It's time to blow them up, burn them all. Till they all say, turn them all. Can eat chips? I'ma burn them all. Chicken ass, you know why I be the colonel. Cause I burn eternal. Mixed with the inferno. So be careful if I burn you. You better learn, dude. Yeah, I heard you, but I don't hurt you. But you don't know. My first two is a virtue. But for this be the team. Remind me to tell you. 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 Episode 28. Episode 28 of the Remind Me to Tell You podcast. Remind me to tell you. Uh, it's 2018, as you know. <laughs> Unless you're listening to this, oh, I don't know, decades in the future. <laughs> um, we're talking about a, uh, a, a, I guess, I didn't realize it when you first said this, but a lot of albums are turning 20 this year. 2018. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. Not only a lot, because, you know, a lot of albums come out. In hip hop, whatever the year is, but yeah. a lot of like amazing albums, a lot of like turning point albums, a lot of classic albums, a lot of albums that were a moment in hip hop. Some people's first album, some people's last album. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a big year, nineteen ninety eight. What Super we're talking Shocker. about? <laughs> yes, yeah, shout out Super Shocker. No, okay. Is he still alive? I, don't, um, I, I feel, feel bad. I feel real bad. No, stand that one either. We're talking about. Um, Albums that came out in 1998 that turned in 20 years old. I think you, to, you want to run down the list of just who came out with albums this year? In, well, 1998. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, actually, a few already turned 20. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Locks. The Locks uh, came out 20 years ago. Whoa. Uh, January 13, Money, Power, and Respect, their first, their debut studio album yeah. off of Bad Boy We didn't Records. know who Kiss was. Right. <laughs> in 98. Yeah, and, and if you guys really don't know, their name was actually The Warlocks. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, Puff... Look, listen. <laughs> I was murder. P. Diddy, Diddy named me pretty. pretty. Yeah, he did it to the locks, too. <laughs> they did it for the money. He's like, well. LOX can stand for living off experience. Yeah, they did it and didn't get the money. Talk to him. <laughs> No, they're, they're living off the experience now. They are. We still, we still talk about them. Jada yeah. Kiss yeah. relevant-ish. Puff's like, okay, you're not going to live off it right now. Right. But later, you know, you're going to learn from being on Bad Boy. Yeah, but that was just the first one <laughs> in, 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 in 1998. They came mm -hmm. out January 1998. Yeah. Um, some other notables we mentioned. So the Shaka came out mm -hmm. February that year. Scarface. Um, Killer Priest I'll mention a little bit later in passing. See Murder, Capadonna, Das Effects, Hieroglyphics. Some of these, this is like the tail end of their career. Yeah. Um, uh, Daz Dillinger of Dog Pound fame. Gangstar, mm -hmm. Smith & Wesson, Goody Mob, AZ, Talk Big Daddy Kane, Big Punt, Mac Dre, Public Enemy. <laughs> <laughs> um, shoot, Lyricist Lounge Volume 1 by Rockers Records came out that year, too. DMX, Snoop, uh, Too Short, 8-Ball. Just eight ball, no MJG. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Showbiz and AG, Master P, Onyx, uh, Devin the Dude. I guess some people are fans. I don't really listen to Devin the Dude. Yeah. Uh, Queen Latifah, Black Eyed Peas, Death Squad album, El Nino came out. Mm -hmm. uh, MC Ren, Nori, Beastie Boys, Cameron, Nate Dogg, 
Uh, Wu Tang, Snoop, E Forty, <laughs> Funk Flex dropped the album. I think at this time I actually lived two blocks Shut away up. from Funk Master Flex. Oh uh, shit! When I that came that story, out, yeah. Um, shoot. Um, that shit boy was for E Forty. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, MOP, Kid Rock, MC Light, Lauren Hill had a classic album, the classic, well, a mm-hmm. classic album that, that year. Mm-hmm. Exhibit was still doing stuff before he had a goddamn yeah, uh, yeah. And he was nice too. Show, right? Uh, Exhibit used to be a rapper before he was, nice. he was that guy. I liked him. Pit um, My Right. <laughs> right? That was the show, right? Pit right, yeah. My Right, yeah. Dang. I feel bad for him because that's his legacy now. Yeah. Uh, Fat Joe, Cannabis, Digital Underground, uh, Big Timers, um, shoot, Black Star, Brand Nubia, Jay-Z, come on. Classic, cla- super classic Jay Z album came out. Um, yeah. No Limit Records, Outcast, Tribe Called Quest, Busy Bone, Cypress Hill, Corrupt, Mac Ten, uh, Twista came out with an album that year. Helter mm-hmm. Skelter. If you don't know him, then I'm, you know, it's okay. It's understandable. <laughs> um, Proz dropped the album that year. Trying to compete with Lauren, I guess, a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, Juvenile, Pete Rock, Ice Cube, Method Man, Bone Thugs, DJ Quick, RZA, Tupac. It was the greatest hits, but. Yeah. Um, Redman, Busta, Rhymes, Mystical, DJ Clue, and another DMX at the end of the year. That's 98 people? Yo, that's crazy. That is insane. It's all our favorite rappers from like back then, from like the prime yeah. time of hip hop. Yeah. We're dropping an album in 98. Guys, I think I have to take Dimitri to go get an IV because he must be exhausted. <sighs> Of naming that was, that all, was a lot. all of those <laughs> albums, and he didn't even name all of them. He, he no, to yeah, I skipped a few. Yeah, uh, these are Oof. just some notables that we wanted to at least say, Yeesh. so you guys don't kill us if we don't talk in depth about it. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't even. That, yeah, like I, crazy, I mean, I'm sure we're gonna year. talk in depth about certain albums, but. Uh, you know, tonight is the Grammys. Yep. 2018 Grammys out in New York tonight. And, um, you know, it's just it's just fitting, you know, episode 28 that we, we touch on albums that are turning 20 this year already have, like the Locks album. Uh, because we started this podcast in 97, so there were plenty mm-hmm. of albums, hot albums that came out in 97. Yeah. Uh, but I spoke to Darlene the other night, and she, mm-hmm. uh, I think she... Was saying how to, uh, 98 was a, a great year in hip hop, and I think one of her favorites, if not her favorite. Yeah. And I think she was, you know, trying to kick down on my my claim that 2017 <laughs> was the one. Uh, but looking at this, I mean, this list, the, it is one of the best and one of the best recently for sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, was. we've had, I mean, hip hop has kept growing, and and mm-hmm. I tried to compare what came out in last year, right. um, to compare it against 98. And it's a lot more so many more through, because right? yeah, you, you can release it in so many different outlets, you know. So yeah. um, it is tough to say, but with the list that Dimitri just gave us, and all those, I mean, you were on a most of those were on a major, like that you were on a record right. label, and the record label, exactly. it was all it was the different. The game was red different. tape, and it, you know, the label had to agree on what mm-hmm. they wanted you to put out. Mm-hmm. It was a different, different was way different. of doing things in '98 yep. than it is today. Um. I mean, yeah. I mean, we could talk about certain ones that uh, yeah, Dimitri listed. I don't know if we should start here, but I'm going to. All right. DMX. Oh. This was DMX. His uh, year. Yeah, his year, year that he broke career, out right? and didn't look down till... 
last wow. year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. No, I mean, I mean obviously. For a minute. I mean, he's been yeah, in and out he, he was, and doing some things. He has been, but, he has you know. But, but he put in work in 98. Uh, he was already making noise prior, obviously. Um, yeah. There was those 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 um, stories of him battling Jay, you know, back in the day and tearing Jay up. He was up. hungry, man. He was hungry. He was a hungry pit bull. Yeah. <laughs> back, literally. Back then. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. Um, it's like a wear pit bull. <laughs> how do we not have a DMX uh, <laughs> sound? We should. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but he got some classic like ad libs and he definitely grunts. does. Come on! Yeah, it's really the growl and the bark. If uh-huh. we don't, if we can't get it for some reason, Shirag is very good at making dog oh, barks. Yeah, okay. it's it's a, a talent That's that cool. he has. That it's pretty absurd how real he sounds. But nice. um, DMX came out with. Is Dark and Hell is Hot in mid... No, late May. Okay? Is Dark and Hell is Hot was his first, his debut album. And it blew us all away, I Def feel Jam. like. I mean, that... Blew us all away. Yeah. Super dark. And remember, 96, 97, that was Bad Boy, Shiny Suits. Up-tempo, dancing, Up-tempo, dancing samples. Fun music, yeah. And then he... DMX came through <laughs> and crushed that shit down. It's dark and hell is hot is the name of the goddamn uh, Exactly. Album. And it was dark. It was dark. And it was hell. And it was dope. For everyone it was else. So good. That wasn't DMX. <laughs> um, he came in and crushed it. He did. He everybody, did. Everybody crushed loved the fucking, that album when yeah, it came out. Yeah, he crushed them. And it's super dark and just so... It was refreshing for a lot of people... You guys know me by now, episode twenty eight episodes in. Yeah, I was huge. I, I'm huge on Bad Boy. I was huge on Bad Boy back then. I couldn't deny this. I was already a fan of X because he he made that. appearances on the Mace album. You know, I had heard him. You know, uh, Get at Me Dog, his yeah. single. He'd been bubbling. He was bubbling already. Bit, yeah. And then Rough Riders Anthem came out. Mm. Um. Uh, and then. Yeah, he comes out with this album that's totally not Bad Boy. <laughs> you know, Mace, <laughs> yeah, right. Mace and the Locks had an actual feature on there, um, and they killed it. They didn't even sound like the Mace and Locks that we had heard in in '96, mm-hmm. or even on the Locks' album that came out in '98 in January, uh, because this was on some like street shit. It was know? so good. That was, it was uh, so good. Inwards and started something. Yeah, is that a, that's still one of my favorite rap songs of all time. Like you put that on, you just like if I, if I ever had to like, if somebody said, "Yo, LeBron just got hurt," knock on wood. I know you're a big fan, but <laughs> but yo yo D, you got to go in for LeBron. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be warming up to this song. <laughs> I like that. Okay. I can't do what I gotta do. <laughs> it's just you know so what? hard. So, DMX has a lot of those, song. though. He has a lot he of does. those that like that pump you up. Yes, shit. Yeah, that should be you your entire like gym workout yeah. playlist. Like, I could be LeBron now after listening to this. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Only problem is he's listening to DMX as well. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, um, that song. But the whole album, you know, people people can argue that it's a classic album. Uh, and then, you know... I'd count it as, as a classic. Album. Yeah, you know, I would too. Mm-hmm. So that came out mid to late May. And then... He wasn't done. Late December... Man. Drops Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Which was actually, if out of his whole discography, is my favorite DMX album. Um, and I say that because while Swiss did... Um, 
Rough Riders Anthem on Is Dark and Hell is Hot. Mm-hmm. I think that was his only song that he produced on there. I could be wrong, but I, I feel like that was the only one. He did the bulk of Flesh of My Flesh, Blood yeah, of My Blood. Did, um, yeah, I think he only did Rough Riders Anthem. Yeah, okay. So uh, he did the bulk of Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. And at that point, um, 98, going into 99, that's when Swiss and Rough Riders Oof. and soon enough Cash Money was starting to run it with, with Manny Fresh. That that was a sound that I started to hop on mm-hmm. um, and in, and enjoy. Uh, I loved this second album by DMX. Uh, really, I, I'm I I want to say that we mentioned it uh, briefly in the favorite sophomore albums. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a good episode. Yes, yeah, that was a good out. episode. Um, they're all good, but that, that must that was our <laughs> That's good. first first episode. Oh shoot, right. First episode oh, yeah, was because uh, our first episode was kind yeah. of our second. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah. Look at that, twenty-eight RMTTY episodes. Trivia for you yeah. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. Uh, so and and the thing was, he he sold like a million. Uh, I'm sorry, he sold yeah, sold like a million of each, like <laughs> in the same year, same year, or some shit like that, some, like crate or maybe like gold or something like that, but just. Crazy numbers. Yeah, people were checking for DMX. Yeah, that that hadn't been done before. So mm-hmm. he dropped two albums in one year, and these are like full length albums. They're not like they're LPs. They're not like right. some like. It wasn't throwaway. like he rushed them out, and it was like, well, I'm gonna get it while I can. Yeah, right. exactly. Like was, he was working. Like yeah. you know, you guys trashed Big Sean for the um, what was it called? Um, what, the, the one with Metro. Yeah. Last year. Um, I don't remember what it's called. Double or nothing. How the fuck did I forget it when I, we were talking? Like we liked that album and we forget it's it. It's a right? lot, man. Right, <laughs> but like he had dropped, he had dropped. I decided in February last year, and then he dropped Double or Nothing uh, towards the end of the year. Right. Um, and we're not saying that he those were just some throwaways because we both enjoy that album. We don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about, but <laughs> it, it's probably not in the same wavelength as what DMX did with. Yeah, like no, they're critically it's, it's acclaimed. Not. You know, was, like yeah. I decided and Double or Nothing were great projects. But yeah. X, that was and it's just... impressive to come out the gate with two solid yeah. albums, like your first two albums being good, right, but then right, you're coming right, out right. with two same years. Right, you're really risking impressive. it, right? You're right. risking it. I, I'm sure there's a story of the Def Jam offices saying like, oh, no, hold on, hold on, we, <laughs> yeah. don't, we, we don't need it, to. They, yeah. X wasn't having it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're good right now with it's Dark and Hell. Yeah, yeah, let's run out. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean, wait till the <laughs> That's a good deal. Yeah. That's, that's probably <laughs> but how, how it went down. They probably said, all right, man, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you say. It's like and he's got dogs in the office. It benefited sir. them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because they both did really well. Oh, and yeah. I enjoyed both the albums. Like, yeah. they're classics to me. Both that, of them. That was really, really good mm-hmm. stuff. Um, one of my, I mean, so Early Outcast is, is I, I grew up on Early Outcast. Like, mm-hmm. my, my, Upbringing was heavily influenced by early Outkast music, and this yeah. was their must have been their third album. Um, Southern Playlistic, AT Aliens, and Equemini came out this year, '98. Um, and by this time, people were checking for Outkast. By like the first album, I feel like it was me and my brother <laughs> were the only people we knew listening to Outkast in New York. <laughs> and then second album, because every album they had some singles come out, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. You take it more seriously. Um, was Rosa Parks on this album? I feel like it was on this album. Uh, it had to have been. Um, yes, it was. Um, but the, yeah, I mean, there were some really, really... Like, some of my favorite songs... I think Spodiotti Dopalicious was on this album. Like, there mm-hmm. was some of my favorite Outkast songs. Um, 
came out on this on uh, Aquemini, which was uh, ninety eight. Would and you it was, would you say that Aquemini was the one that really? I mean, they were obviously on the map. I, yeah, but, I feel like this is when they when they had super mainstream appeal. Okay. When people were like, yeah. "Oh, I've heard of Outkast." <laughs> like yeah, up yeah. until then, like they may have heard a song, but they didn't know who it was. I feel like at this point, they're like, "Yeah, those two guys from Atlanta. That's them." Yeah. Um, and by this point, we had a lot of artists from everywhere. It wasn't like it was strange to have an Atlanta rap act, right? So, yeah. I feel like by this point. And I feel like a lot of people, whether you're a hardcore hip-hop fan or not, a lot of people um, know Rosa Parks. Yeah. Um, and Hush That Fuss, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, it was big. Uh, and I felt like, for like, as an outcast fan, it, it was like validating for them to like keep coming. And you're like, okay, three albums in, they still bring in the heat, still got super good albums. And okay, cool. People are checking for Outcast now. Yeah, so I feel like cool. they. I feel like they had to because they, you know, it takes me back to the ninety four, ninety five Source Awards. Mm. Source oh yeah, Pop Awards. Where, got the whole, to say. Right. right, because <laughs> at that point, that was the whole Bad Boy versus Death Row. That <laughs> and they came in stole it, right? <laughs> and but it's like at that time they were still like they were dope, but people weren't. Looking for them, right. they were like, "No, it's about East and West." Right. And, you know, and no people kind of waiting at... for them to fade out, and yeah. they just kind of didn't. <laughs> they did it, and, and look at Atlanta now, right? Oh, we'll talk man. about that. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Oh yeah, with uh, Migos and everyone else that's coming out of Atlanta, that's literally running the game for don't know how long at this point now. But um, I wanted to say that I, yeah, you know, they they've had their albums, and then Equem and I really put them you know, on blast and geez, the reviews that they got on this were phenomenal. I mean, yeah, they were, it, it was an amazing album. Yeah. It had some amazing songs, even the ones that weren't, weren't singles and that was kind of a big deal for me as like a hardcore fan. Um, they were like album cuts that I, that stayed in the rotation, mm-hmm. I guess now for 20 years. Like, yeah. Because yeah. they're just so good even though they weren't singles. So it was like just, it's also good. Rosa Parks was on here. Um, Skewed on the Barbie with Raekwon, mm. I think, came out as a single. Yep. Um, some, I mean, Liberation's a great song. Spodiotti Delicious is a great song off of here. The Art of Storytelling was on here. Um, just such good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about like three and a half out of four USA Today. Uncut, give it four out of five. Man, Spin, yeah. give it nine out of ten. Rolling Stone, give it four out of five. <laughs> Rolling Stone, don't fuck around, too. Yeah. Especially with hip-hop albums, uh-huh. they always trash it if they get a chance. <laughs> Unless you're Kanye, you're getting <laughs> you're getting trashed. Uh, Q, give it a perfect five out of five. LA Times, give it four out of four. Man. Entertainment Weekly, give it a... Um, yeah, this is when people are like, oh, Outkast? Okay, exactly. Outkast, yeah. Chicago <laughs> Sun-Times gave it three and a half out of out of four. Mm. So, like, it's damn near, like, all music gave it uh, five out of five. So it's like a lot of perfect, yeah. perfect scores. I feel like a lot of young people today who... I, I, people hate on these new artists, but there's some good young artists coming out. And I feel like if you go back and listen... And I feel like a lot of new young artists who I think pay attention to lyrics like yeah. are... Try hard. (laughs) I feel like a lot of them are influenced by Outkast, and they'll Uh say so. And I feel like for a lot of young artists, if you go back and like, if you missed it, go back and listen to like at least these first three Outkast albums. You'll probably be really impressed. You'll be like, "Wow, I didn't." Because it was also a different sound. It wasn't like 
It was very different. Kind of a, a New York, kind of typical no, hip-hop sound. Not. It definitely was not. different, almost, I wouldn't say experimental, but it was like funk and soul mm-hmm. mixed in. And they really tried hard <laughs> when, it, when it came to lyrics, but it didn't sound try hard, it just sounded smooth. Like, okay, this I, you can disagree with me, tell me if I'm wrong here, mm-hmm. but I'll put it to people like the younger hip-hop heads now. Uh-huh. Like, Outkast, and I'm not comparing the two, I'm just mm-hmm. saying musically. Right. But when Outkast was coming out with that different sound that DJ said, and I'm just thinking off top here, but it was very different. It wasn't that that boom bap. It wasn't right. that like you know that sound that right. DJ Premier sound, that yeah. New York sound, right? Yeah. But to me, it it's like how if you listen to Donald Glover's new album mm-hmm. or his his mm-hmm. latest album, yeah, that's how that sounded right. compared to like the Atlanta shit that you hear right. now. The trap oh, yeah. shit is different. Exactly. They're yeah. they're different in the same way where it's right. like you can hear lots more live instrumentation. And you can hear they he, when you listen to Donald Glover, especially like this last one, we totally went uh-huh. <laughs> a different he direction. He did. You're like, wow, I can hear the talent that this guy has, yeah. and yeah. it sounds good. It's not just like different to be different, right? It's you can hear it's the good. talent coming through. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. yeah. So it's different I mean, in a similar way. Yeah. <laughs> right. So um, Outkast came out with that album, and that was a monster album for them and their careers. Yeah. Uh, which only led to what was after that one? Um, Shoot, uh, Aquemini, and then I don't know what they put after Aquemini. I can look it up real quick. <laughs> uh, burp, 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 burp. No, some had to be before wrong, Stankonia, dude. right? I was gonna no, say Stankonia was but... the next one in two thousand. Okay. Could that be? Yeah, yes, 98, and then a couple years later, 2000. Yeah. Yeah, Stankonia wasn't my favorite. I mean, duh, it's still an Outkast album, and I I liked it, but I feel like those first three Outkast albums were... were the ones for you? ...were it. Like, I grew up on those. By Stankonia, I was 18 already, and I was like... Yeah, you know, I felt the way I felt about Outkast by then. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I hear you. Uh, But in any case, yeah, um, Okemini came out... um, in 98, so another big album. So we have It's Dark and Hell is Hot with DMX. And then to end the year for himself, Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood by DMX. And then Outcast Aquemini. Where should we go next? <laughs> Let's go um, to Jay-Z. Yeah. Oh, a classic, another classic album. <laughs> Jay-Z came out. This is huge. In 98. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember where I ranked this album. But this was a huge... Check album. it out, guys. Episode 14, I'm sure. 13. Oh, why don't you do that? <laughs> I keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it was episode 13. We did rank our Jay-Z albums. And I want to say I put this album in my five. It's so good. But I don't know. Who I don't knows? remember anymore yeah. either. I mean, we were drinking. <laughs> <laughs> but Jay-Z came out with Volume 2, Hard Knock Life. And this... Just like we're saying with uh, Outkast, uh, with Aquemini, and DMX, obviously, yeah. with his first two albums, that this was Jay's album, although he had Reasonable Doubt and Volume 1, Life and Times of Sean Carter. This Volume 2, Hard Knock Life, was the one that really... Yeah, hits on it. 
Yeah. yeah, he had hits and really put him on the map, and people started to recognize him and say, okay, this guy's for real. Yeah, I feel like with a lot of these, like a lot of, I guess a lot of hip-hop fans who y- you listen, you know, and probably memorize Jay-Z's first couple albums, just like you, you listen to a lot of these first albums, but some albums, like, it comes out and it has that crossover effect yeah. where you're like, okay, now the whole world is checking for them because they've got these three, four smash yeah. singles come off of it. Yeah. And this was one of those one of those albums. It was. Um, that just made me think real quickly, though, not to go on a tangent here, but remember they killed Nas for doing that? Doing what? Going for crossing kind of over? Commercial? Not commercial, but you can't say Nas. Well, I guess. He kind of, I mean, he did. From Illmatic um, to It Was Written? Yeah, I mean, they had some radio singles. and Yeah, Illmatic, okay, well, Illmatic and It Was Written. They did They did kill Jay for... It was different. Volume 1, because Volume 1 had some bad boy production. It had Sunshine. <laughs> I love those, man. I, I don't care what everybody says. <laughs> no, you're right, talks. though. You're right. You're right. Volume 1 is a lot better than what history will tell you. Yeah. You know? It's really like, good. It is a, it is a, a really I have, yeah, superb I, album. Yeah, I had that in heavy rotation back in the day. Yeah, that was a great album. But they did kill Jay for that, so yeah. I, I take it back. But Volume 2, he, I'm not saying that he crossed over completely. He just had yeah, just a had, lot of a lot of hit records on here. I mean, yeah. he had... That's when you got used to Jay-Z having crazy videos, like a lot of videos, getting yeah. heavy rotation on the radio, being everywhere. He had the Hard Knock Life, Ghetto Anthem, with, which used uh, the Annie sample, which you're probably listening to on the radio right now. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they had Jigga What, Jigga Who. That was a big record because he had Big Jazz on there, Jazzo, right? With uh, oh, yeah. and he had the 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 flow that he used when he was coming up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Money Cash Hoes with X. Again, X was Oof. everywhere, and he was on Pop. fire. And that was Swiss production. Oof. People killed that song because of the production, but I loved it. Everybody loved that song. God, that, that song? record was so big. See, Critics it was like, didn't like it. It was times like that. I wish I was in the clubs <laughs> for that record. Yeah, you know? right. Um, I just had to instead had to flip. <laughs> classroom tables rather than, <laughs> rather than VIP tables, you know? But, uh, no, people killed them for it because they, they huh. just kept saying it was like a uh, rolling through the Casio board of, oh, you know, really? the beat. But I love that record, still do. That's another record that you could just listen to before a game and just yeah. say, I'll fuck up yeah. LeBron, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and then, you know, along with a bunch of other songs, they had Can I Get a, which we talked about last Man. episode, uh, can I get a with Emil and Ja Rule? Yeah, I'm sorry, songs. Jay. I still think Ja killed you on that shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I have listened to it since then. I, I, I would agree. The, so, <laughs> Jay-Z was good because this is like peak Jay-Z. He's good, right? Yeah. Like, come on. He was, he was in, his, in a groove at this point. But yeah, Ja Rule came in and he put in a really, really good performance on that song. Yeah, Ja... Wait, when did Jock come out with his first album? Hmm. Right? Yeah, how did Jana have an He must have came out in 99 if he's not listed in 98 because he was he was on the heels of DMX and J. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, he was, yeah, because DMX yeah, he came out in 99. Uh, and then Jaru was out, and you're like, man, first rappers, album came out in 99. Need a lozenge. <laughs> yeah, because the three of them, J, X, and Ja, were supposed to come out okay, yeah, as yeah. a group named Murder Inc. Mm-hmm. And uh, they didn't, but yeah. So so X came. Oh, Jay had been out in '96, and then X came out in '98 with a double album, just to play catch up. <laughs> and uh, Ja Rule followed uh, in '99. But in any case, um, Hard Knock Life. Yeah, this this album really put Jay on the map. And he had Great a, reviews. This is when he had a Bentley on the cover, right? 
He did. Um, and one of the things that I, I give, I don't know if I say give JC credit for, because I don't know if it's such a good thing, but rappers used to rap about like, so um, <laughs> now I'm in the TI, come in clubs with BI. That was, that was Maze, right? Yeah. And he'd rap about BMW 318 Ti. It's like a starter BMW. Okay, cool. You can brag about your starter BMW at a certain point, right? Yeah. And then Jay Z was like, "Oh, you go from a Range Rover 4.0. What's the difference between a 4.6 and 4.0, right?" So, oh, Range Rover, still an attainable car. And then he comes in with the Bentley, and you're like, hey, "Can't nobody afford a Bentley?" <laughs> <laughs> and now that's where we are. We're like, you rap about $300,000 cars, and it's like, well, shoot, I ain't even gonna get close to that. Like, yeah. Whatever happened to the start of BMW? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But he, he took it to another level with that. He took it to another level, and let me tell you why I think that he did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not to go too deeply into this, right? But we, we've touched on this a little bit, too. I know that you, 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 you were happy um, that you caught, you caught a diss. Oh, right, <laughs> right. It was. I'm so uh, proud of myself. Drake, right? Yeah, yeah. You caught. I'm not good at like the subliminals, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, wait. I just don't. I don't. What check was for it again? Him. He was. It was a. He Joe. Was Joe Button. Joe. Yeah, yeah Joe. Uh, Target's yeah, the whole diplomatic show. immunity. Right. Uh, Drake dropped two songs recently, and they're monster. They're they're great songs. Yeah. Uh, this Joe um, and 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 D, you know, D caught the sub, and right. Yeah, so you know, Drake is like. He he's learned from Jay, mm-hmm. right? And and Jay yeah. has always been really good at subs, mm-hmm. very good at subs, right? And on volume one, and into volume two, so so think about it. Not, volume two came out in '98, like we're saying. Mm-hmm. Volume one must have came out at some point in '97, right? Right. Because reasonable doubt, I think, was in '96. So yeah. Consecutive years, this guy, Jay-Z, who is like 40 albums in now, (laughs) just never stopped, right? So He said every summer for like 15 years. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Ride or Die on Volume 2 is a mace diss. Wait, Ride or Die on Volume 2 is a mace diss? Yeah, and to add insult to injury, the producer to that song was Stevie J, who was a bad boy producer. Yeah, check the lyrics to that. I don't want to go into it because, you know, <laughs> Mace is my guy. But, but Jay's my guy, too. You know, uh, Jay is the GOAT to me. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah, he's that dude. Him and Mace were going at it. And again, to, 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 to finish it, he was doing that because he knew. He knew, Mace right? Mace can't afford a Bentley. No. <laughs> or well, Ranger 4.6. He can always say that he can't because he's second fiddle to Puff. He is, yeah. Even though Puff wasn't the rapper, Still, he was yeah, the guy, yeah, right, though, right? right on yeah. Bad Boy because Big... Big is big and Puff made sure he was the guy who had the most money. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I say that because Jay knew that with Big being gone, Mace was really the only one in the way to be like at that point. At that point, because Nas Nas at this point had dropped. It was written and he was getting trashed for for the crossover. Yeah. And then his third album didn't come out till later, I think. So right. I think ninety nine. Yeah, so Jay is looking at it like, oh, it's my time now. Big uh-huh. is dead. Mace is the one coming out of. He's got to feel threatened by Mace because he's looking at Mace. Okay, Mace is a Harlem rapper. He can rap and he got hits. And he got the bad boy. And he's got bad boy behind him. Behind you, yeah. Puff just had big. Yeah. He's gonna do the same for Mace. Yeah. Even Puff's though we're not friends. Stop. Puff's gonna keep trying to make He's gonna keep going, right? <laughs> so Jay's like, I gotta, I gotta get him. So they went back at it. Mace, Mace did subs at him too. So 
Uh, eventually, we're all gonna say J one because look at J and look at and look at Mace, right? Right. But yeah, and then we we knew how that all panned out. But yeah, no, Jay Jay was going at Mace on here, and then you know eventually he had other beefs to take care of. Yeah, this is pretty crazy when you think about how long it's been because this was Jay Z's third album, right? Mm -hmm. And this was twenty years ago, and last night. Jay Z's on CNN. Van Jones interviewing him. In yeah. fact, the president's tweeting at him this morning. Like this is, was he? Yeah. <laughs> at Van Jones. Jay Z. Uh, the president tweeted at Jay Z. Oh, this morning, uh, which is crazy. What right? you say? No, nothing. Nothing that matters. <laughs> but it's crazy to be this deep into it and be. But I mean, we've said. I mean, you know, we've had a whole Jay Z album episode, right. and we've said that they're right. American royalty. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense, but. That's longevity, man. It's, to be, talk, we're talking about his yeah. third album being twenty years old this yeah. year, and he's still popping, still relevant on primetime TV. Super last relevant. Night. It's crazy. Super relevant. Also married to Beyonce. In that he, house. he's but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's Mike. He's literally Mike he's the of the, the game. Like he like he is like Jordan the James makes no it, different. We all born, born the same. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> I am the Mike they're Jordan the equivalent. recorded. That might have to be our episode. Recording. That yeah. might have to be our episode thirty for do a thirty for thirty. <laughs> the, 30 on, uh, for 30. <laughs> the the basketball equivalents oh, to man. to these artists, but Ooh. that's that's yeah. Jay. That's Jay because Jay is MJ because it's just they have all the records and they have the longevity. I know Jay, Jay still can rap and he still does rap. Mike don't play ball anymore, obviously, <laughs> but Mike's influence is still me. there. Like people still talk about Mike, oh, you yeah. know. So. Uh, yeah, and he is a he's a standard. I mean, he's like what you compare people to. Exactly. Like people are so tired of comparing every ball player from LeBron to Kobe to yeah. everybody, freaking Eddie Jones to Jordan, <laughs> <laughs> right? But Eddie I mean, Jones. you do the same thing with yeah. with rap too. It's you like do. You do. it's just it just Jay, happens. Like where does he fall? It's it's kind of yeah. dumb to me, but whatever. Right. I get it. It's I get something it you can't time. do, but it's, yeah. it's always an interesting conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but in any case, yeah. I mean, that's longevity for him to be on CNN last night and right. have a, a, a real serious and good third album conversation. Yeah. <laughs> third album, man. He's on what now? 13, 14? Yeah. Fourteenth album, solo album, <laughs> some, some crazy shit. But uh, we love it and we love Jay, so we're all for it. Yeah, and by the way, real quick, because I know you're, yeah, I don't know if you're tired of us talking about Jay Z, but you, <laughs> you noticed that he didn't have his hair cut, right? He oh hasn't, yeah, he hasn't cut his hair in a while. I which, didn't. Which you said usually, or at least used yeah. to, right? Well, has some significance. It does. For you idiots that don't know, <laughs> when when he doesn't cut his hair, that usually signals that he's working. And what I mean by working is he's recording. And what I mean by recording is that he's making another fucking classic for us, okay? <laughs> so he was, like, he didn't have no shame on going on CNN. I mean, and I mean, he didn't, he wasn't even lined up or anything. Like, he was just. Know, he had a nice, like, <laughs> he did. Uh, tie and, yeah. and a vest on yeah, yeah. and everything. But yeah, the he hair. Did, he didn't care, which is a little odd because I thought that, because I saw he had the, the video for Family Feud, and, you um. know, while his hair was long and that. It was <laughs> nicely like lined up. In any case, that's fine, Jay. As long as it means that you're coming out with a new I album. Mean, uh, I personally thought that we, 444 yeah, we, we would have been. We take that as a sign. Yeah, yeah, we take it as a sign. You yeah. know, we do because D and I were talking off air about uh, his appearance on CNN on the Van Jones show, and and uh, we we were saying like, yeah, you know, it was a good interview. You know, they had some good dialogue, 
It's just that we're such fans of Jay. We're not exactly surprised by any of the things that he said. We listen to his music, right. so we know where his stances are yeah. on a lot of things. And we knew he was smart. Like, we know he's smart, forever, you know. Yeah. So for you, again, you idiots that don't know, <laughs> great. You know, now you do, hopefully. If you don't, you're right. still an idiot. So fine, great. Yeah, and that's why you're choosing to be an idiot. Right. We can't so, help you there. <laughs> so me watching it, I'm like, okay, that's fine, Jay. I, I know exactly what you're going to say. I know exactly how you're going to laugh. <laughs> you know, so. I just want to see your hair. Now I'm looking at your hair like, what does that mean, Jay? <laughs> I'm like, Van Jones, please ask yeah, that question. Reading the tea leaves on his head. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, maybe he's working on something. Maybe he's just maybe he's just growing it he's up. He's gotta have know, a good buzz off coming off of four forty four, right? He you does. feel like you he gotta does. feel oh. good, Jay. You got give us another good album. You know you got another good one in you, right? You know what I think it is, man, to be honest, what? now we we're talking about it. The collab album. Ooh. Him and Beyonce. Oh. Think about yeah, it. I'm not that excited about it. I know, but think about Jay-Z it. Lemonade came out. 444 comes out. People are going to buy it and listen to it, yes. They go on tour. We'll get a few like great that. songs off of it, yes. I'm just, yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah. I'm just saying that. I'd be more excited if it's another that. Kanye collab. Like, that would excite me more. Of course, but that's that's not happening yet. <laughs> Come on, yay. <laughs> <laughs> yay, why is he growing out his hey, hair, man? You're not, you're not part of that? I mean, did you not see it, yay? Like, <laughs> maybe you know. Maybe we're just... Yeah, sure. Gonna surprise That's a good us. chance of that. But if I had to guess, I would maybe assume that they're wrapping up their their okay. duo, their, their their project that has been said that they were working on or doing for the longest. So. All right. Well, we'll wait for you guys to do your thing. <laughs> you take your time. <laughs> you got a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, 98, J dropped Dude. Volume 2, Hard Knock Life, and uh, it's another classic. Yeah, one of... Darlene's uh, Castaway albums was what she said she'd take through her with her on a to a desert island, would be a deserted island would be, um, Lauren Hill's classic album mm. Miseducation of Lauren Hill. And drop any horns for these albums, yeah, <laughs> right? Damn. Right? I mean, that's a, all of these are great, but I mean, these yeah. are legendary, just amazing. Like you could put a playlist together of 1998 mm. songs and rock a party. Or five. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just so much good stuff. And this, everything on this album was good. Yeah. On Lauren Hill's album. And this is coming yes, off classic. of the Fugees, which everybody loved. Everybody in hip hop loved the Fugees. Um, but, you know, they kind of went their own way. And Lauren dropped this, and we're like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Classics. Classics. Like, Classic. just a lot of these songs off of this album, the first two seconds play and you're like yes right <laughs> like you hear the first two seconds of mm-hmm. right it's like mm-hmm. oh snap <laughs> just such good stuff um just why it's one of darlene's castaway that was albums. a great pick that was a great pick and, yeah and she unfortunately hasn't really matched this since yeah then in fact she doesn't even remember some of the lyrics to this album <laughs> It's been rough since then. I um, yeah. I'm okay know. with her. <laughs> well, how do I say this? <laughs> Again, okay. Shout out Pete. I remember when I lived on LA. Um, another tangent, but when I lived on LA, Pete and I went to a club in LA where Nas was performing, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I, what year was this? This was 2009. So he had a, a gang of hits on him at that point, obviously, right? Yeah. So he's performing, and it's like he didn't know any of his lyrics. Nas? 
yeah, like he struggled through a lot of shit. Like he'll he'll be like he'll play like no no I ain't feel. We assume like we saw he had a cup in his hand, you know. He looked like he was high. I'm like so disappointed. You see my face. I'm like I'm, I'm so disappointed. I'm like nah. Yeah. Saying <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I thought it was the story, but yeah, he, oh he struggled gosh. through the uh, through the performance, and like me and Pete were looking at each other like, Girl. what the fuck is wrong with him, right? <laughs> he had to have been drunk and high because a lot of times. The songs would come out. He's like, nah, nah, I ain't feeling that. And then like uh, people go crazy when a song right, come out. Right? Because they're like, yo, we're all feeling it. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. He's like, nah, nah, I don't want to do that one. And he had like a little smirk on his face. Like he he knew that he yeah, was just fucking just up like right, in his head. Yeah. yeah. So that was a little bit of a disappointment. Uh, but I seen not so many times that it didn't really matter. Right. But eventually he got some songs in. But it was just like, <laughs> yo, that's so, so disappointing. I feel like if that was Lauren Hill's case. Yeah, I don't know if it was Dave Chappelle's Block Party where she just like the crowd knew all the lyrics and mm-hmm. she did like i mean just like Nas, i'm sure everybody mm-hmm. in the place knew every line every Nas mm-hmm. song but it's just weird it's a weird thing when it is and i guess you got to be in that situation to understand it but yeah i just for a fan it's just hard so hard to fathom because you're like uh how like we all know every single line like how and we're probably all not? drunk with you right, right. Now, if you're, like you wrote yeah. this and got paid to like yeah. we just liked it <laughs> It is disappointing, don't get it's, me wrong. It's weird, yeah. Um, but shit happens, I guess. Yeah, and we still love you, Lauren. Like, yeah. everybody still loves Lauren Hill. Like, yeah. you see, I, I'd probably want to give her a hug. I'd probably, right? you know, as security, put me in a headlock if I saw her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would feel like I knew her, right? Like, yeah. Lauren! Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Walk up to her trying to give her a hug. It's just, it's not, not like that. <laughs> Speaking of giving artists hugs. Oh, okay. <laughs> Me, D, and Darlene oh. are going to the oh yes TDE oh yes championship tour oh yes that should be super dope. And as you know, we, D and I have have seen Kendrick live when he opened for yeah, Kanye, like and then we saw him at the Aragon. Right. And you know, excited to see him again because he's going to perform obviously songs off of Damn. Yeah, I haven't seen him since and, that. And and yeah. stuff off the Black Panther soundtrack, I'm sure. Oh, so that should be cool. Oh, yeah. Um. But I really just want to hug SZA. <laughs> I'm sure everybody in there wants to hug SZA. So SZA, yeah, I want to hug you. Especially since like Darlene keeps saying about her album, like it's like it, it's like the ode to the side chick. <laughs> so I'm sure like everybody in there, whether they're with somebody or not, is gonna be, like, hey SZA, how, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's for sure gonna happen. But you do it after the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't want to go go completely left there but um for lauren this was her only album wasn't it i don't know and i feel like i i asked this question a lot like was this lauren's only solo album was i feel like it, the answer is it's the only one that matters even if if it wasn't i, I think it might have been i though, think it is right yeah i think it is i feel like there was one recently but maybe i'm making that up um you're right her name would come up a few times this past year i think she and nas went out on a tour just talking about oh, Nas about how he forgot yeah. about how he Dang, forgot his nobody lyrics. Knows lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> and with them, you wait like two hours, and then they come on, and we're nobody just, we're <laughs> rapping and singing to ourselves. I know. They pull back the curtain. Everybody's they both sleep, sitting asleep in a chair. <laughs> Whole crowd chanting their songs. Uh, God, I love both of them, man. I Such know, legends. That, that actually sounds like a really dope concert. Yeah, I heard. Right? No, I, th- actually, I think I, I talked to somebody who went to one of those shows, and they said it was they were late. Um, but it was a good show. Um, I mean, come on, guys! Every all these artists are I'll late. I'll take that. Unless you're Big Sean, 
You're. I mean, <laughs> he sure is the prompt, most prompt wow. rapper of all time. He is. He really is. Every single time we see every him set on the in fact a minute early. A minute early. Yep. Like, yep. Man, supposed to be five o'clock. Got out of your trailer from the hotel was... to your trailer. Out of your trailer. Got on stage a minute early. Four fifty nine. He was on the second verse. Of, man, Sean. Uh, bounce back. <laughs> you know? But yeah, but, it's, but yeah. Um, um, Lauren Hill. Of, yeah, yeah. Speaking of showing up late. We waited a long, long time. That was a crazy night, but we waited a long, long time to see Most Def um, mm. at the oh. Shrine one one year, years ago. Yeah. Um, and this was, 98, was the year Blackstar, mm. uh, Most Def and Talib Kweli's album came out. Yes. Another huge introduction to the world, like, yo, here's some dope-ass MCs. And they'd been on other stuff, like... I feel like they were on the sound bombing mixtapes, but right. like this was a lot of people's introduction to both Mostef and Talib Kweli, who are really good, like peanut butter and jelly together. Um, yes. They complemented each other really, yes. really well. So this album was amazing. Just yeah, this a was good a big sounding album. album. If you like rapidy rap, <laughs> you love this album. Cause, Great I mean, reviews on this too, man. Right, they were just every album that we're talking about are, are are probably the albums that are just yeah. So like Lions of Hip Hop, critically I think acclaimed, the, the single from this, mm-hmm. and I mean that's a it's a big deal. A lot of production by <laughs> High Tech, obviously. Right. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, this is a big introduction, man. Like this year had a lot of like <laughs> big intros to, uh-huh. to artists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like. I was saying before we started recording, like if you could get in a time machine and go back and tell some of these guys, like, yo, you're about to be a big deal. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and nobody knows you right now, but you're about to be a big deal. Okay, I know who to talk about next then. Who? <laughs> Cannabis. Oh, Can I Bus. Even the name is so dope, right? I love it. Can I Bus. And I, I say I knew who I wanted to talk about, and I said Cannabis <laughs> because if I can go back into the time machine, tell him. I'll tell them that. What'd you tell them? <laughs> Layla, don't, don't mention the mic. See, <laughs> don't mention the mic on his arm. Don't do it. No, I was not about to do that because it would have never given us second round KO. That's true. We got a lot out of that. We never would have had that line. I bet you fuckers don't even know that it's from mm-hmm. Cannabis, the greatest rapper of all time, died on March 9th. March 9th. Yeah, I, would, I think about that every year. Yes, that exactly. Line. I'm yeah. like, you fucking don't even know who said that, do you? Yeah. It's Cannabis, okay? Cannabis. But I would. T- shit, then if I don't tell him that. Because that was it, right? If I don't tell him... Because after the second round KO, <laughs> LL had the Ripper Strikes Back, I think it was, no, his response. That was a rap. And it was over. <laughs> oh, you know what I would have said? Okay. I would have like this. I said, okay, cannabis. Let me let me into the studio with you. <laughs> These songs are cutting it. <laughs> no, second round KO, phenomenal. Right. Great. Great record. Great disc like towards a legend. You a little harder, can I bust? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't tell him to bust a little harder because that, Ooh, yeah. that might be mm, yeah. big pause. Uh, yeah. but, <laughs> but I would tell him that, look, I was looking forward to this album. To like, Cannabis' for real. album? I was. Wow, okay. Back in 98, I was like, Man. no. I was rooting for he this was, kid. Everybody, everybody had high hopes for Cannabis back yes. then. Like, I remember, man, there's a confession. <laughs> I... <laughs> So, like, Darlene always thinks it's funny that, like, everybody I went to high school with had a rhyme book, because you just did, right? Everybody okay. had a rhyme book. Yeah. At one point, I remember one day specifically in homeroom, I tried to pass off some cannabis lines as my own. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so dope. No, that's I dope. Like, I remember it was, like, uh, hopping out of... Hopping out of trees and fatigues like Vietnamese. Oh. I was like, oh, oh. 
like, break it down. <laughs> it's all like a funk mass effect freestyle. Oh, I was shit. like, that's a dope ass line. Yeah. That's mine now. <laughs> <laughs> Happen out of trees and fatigues and Vietnamese. Oh shit, cannabis that's dope. dope. <laughs> uh, look, cannabis was—he he could wrap circles could, around yeah. a lot of rappers at least Easily, back then, yeah. right? But these records weren't it. That was man. harder to do back then too. It was, it was. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, because they were they were right. rapping back then. <laughs> you know what I think it was, man? I would have told, I would have whispered in in uh, <laughs> cannabis's ear and say, "Listen, man." You can't you can't have this white club Sean production. Oh, it's not fitting you. That might have been it. Yeah, it's not fitting. Guess Although some, he some he Swizzy. did produce second round KO, I'm like, you got to go in this direction. Some of this shit I, I couldn't like. I remember listening to it. I had a CD player and everything. I was listening mm-hmm. to it. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> what happened? I was like, whoa, what, whoa. And yeah, and sometimes hard to get past the production to to even bear it to listen to the lyrics because yeah. you're like. Mm. The production, uh, yeah, I remember the production somebody, not knocking. You're like, yeah. I should even know Salam Remy, Salam Remy, who has done some major Salam work with Remy. Nas back in the day. Yeah. He did a song called "Get Retarded" by by Cannabis, and hmm. I remember it being catchy, but it just none this of these were. Popping. I think aside from uh, second round KO, how we roll was cool. Hmm. That was, I mean, <laughs> there's 14 songs on here, you know, so. <laughs> So yeah, and then I'll say production, get will, production will kill a dope lyricist. Yeah, it will. It's important. Yeah, it's important. You know. So I mean, we've seen a lot of rappers like that that can rap their asses off, but the production wasn't on point. Lupe Fiasco yeah. can rap circles around just about yeah, anybody. Exactly. He has a hard time making a hit sounding like a, a, a song that sounds like a hit. Yeah, it's just exactly. It's hard. Production is important, not the same man. Skill. Production yeah. is so important. So. I mean, I'm looking at the reviews, and the reviews weren't as bad as I thought maybe they'd give it, but uh, it's still, it, yeah, it, nobody's talking about Can I Bust. Nobody talks know? about Cannabis. So, <laughs> cannabis, Nobody. we fuck with you. Yeah. But, and, like, I fuck with him so hard, pause if that's necessary, that after that bust of an album, <laughs> he would release, like, some stuff independently, and I would check it out, right. you know, and I'm, like, hoping that he would catch it. Never. Never did. Some people just never developed that ear, and some people don't care. I feel like Joe Budden is kind of like that. Joe Budden can wrap yeah. circles around lots of people. He yeah. just doesn't care if yeah. people like his beats, <laughs> the beats he picks. He's it's openly weird. admitted it. Yeah. He's openly admitted that he's it's weird. He doesn't have a good ear for beats. It's just which is not, which is weird. But it's different. It's different things. It's tough, I guess, because he could because he's openly admitted that Fat Joe, who we can oh, segue yeah. into him having his yeah. that was his first album, wasn't it? Don Cartagena. Uh, I want to say I it was his first. So. Oh no! Okay. I feel like Fat Joe had um, way before. Did he? This. Okay. Well, in any case, uh, he's talked about how Fat Joe has a great ear for beats, so you would assume that if he knows that he might right. look at beats that Fat Joe it's might. Weird. But yeah. maybe his integrity—he's not gonna want to rock with that like that. And you know, the the beat has to make you want Joe is to very write. Particular. He is. He is. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not knocking him for it. Uh, he's retired, quote unquote. Um, Who? but Who's retired? Joe Bunn. Oh, yeah, he keeps saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, um, no, so Fat Joe had represent in Jealous One's Envy in 93 oh, yeah. and Jeez, 95. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, that's right. It wasn't his first album. But uh, to come off of uh, the Cannabis uh, album, uh, Fat Joe. Don Carter Bomb Harder. Don yeah. Carter Gina came out as well in 1998. I got this CD. 
Like I went and bought this CD. I remember if I had this at the time. I never I listened to it since had it. Crazy features on here. He had <laughs> Pun Avi, um, Puff Armageddon, Daddy. Armageddon, I think it was Terror Squad. He had Puff, what? Nas, Jadakiss, Ray. Oh, John Blaze, Charlie Baltimore. Oh yeah, John Blaze is crazy. John Blaze was on our posse. Uh, yeah. Grab me by the posse. It's an amazing uh, song. Yeah. John Blaze. Y'all uh, go look up uh, John Blaze by mm-hmm. Fat Joe and Nas Pun, Jadakiss, Raekwon. Yeah. That lineup is crazy. Um, yeah, Cuban Link on here, who I was really looking forward to for a minute, <laughs> here, a few months. Uh, <laughs> Nori was on here, Crazy Bone, Lazy Bone. A lot of dope features on this album. I gotta yeah. go check this out. I haven't listened to this in years and years and years. Yeah, this episode is gonna make me want to go go back to these '98 albums. Um, yeah, I might be listening for like a month. But this, <laughs> yeah, but this was this was a good album. Yeah, a good album as well. We were just saying. Oh, you said Fat Joe has a new uh, podcast out, right? He does. Yes, yes. I'm glad that you brought it back up. Yeah. Um, Coca Vision. Coca Vision. Lame name. Probably better than the name. Because <laughs> he's got yeah, those he's got stories. He's been in the game yeah. for a long I think, time. I think his. I, I could be wrong, but I think his first guests were uh, Styles and Chic. Oh. No Jada. Sure they have stories. No Jada on that one. Right. I think Jada's probably on his press yeah. run still. Yeah, with balance that. it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or not press run because that album's been out. But he's probably just hanging out with Fab. That's time. not a bad idea. Interviewing Styles and Sheet. Say like, how does it feel to be Offset and uh, take off? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, like, but me and D were talking off air. Yeah. It's not so bad to be Offset. It's not bad to be Offset. Because Offset's actually the one. He's the rapper. I mean, he's, I guess, if one of them is, is the rapper. He's it's a better rapper, I think, than yeah. the other two. Yeah. Um, and and I think Styles could... Styles holds his own. I was going to say, it's not necessarily that Jadakiss is... Although a lot of people would argue he is the best yeah. rapper out of yeah. all three. Um, it's not that the rest of the locks can't rap. No, no, of course not. Um... Of they're good, they're. but it, I feel it's kind of like Outkast. Like a lot of people give uh, Andre 3000 props and not so much Big Boy, but I mean, I will go by the Joe Button. It's, it's hard analogy right? for at least for Outkast that Big uh, Big Boy is phenomenal. It just right. happens to be that he's rapping with a unicorn. Exactly, you're running in a race with Usain Bolt. Like you could have <laughs> set a world record, but yeah. Usain Bolt was in your race. Like <laughs> you're rapping with a dope ass like legendary rapper. It's hard to be in a group sometimes. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I probably say J- Jada was actually just quoted recently saying that he'll he'll uh, battle and tear up M for seven hundred thousand. I don't I know why I said that. that. Yeah. Just something like, you should have kept that to no yourself. No one's doing that. How'd you come up with that? Tell she can Styles that. Nobody, nobody yeah. really wants to hear that. <laughs> but anyway, Styles, Styles is is this gonna pay for that? Like nobody. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> nobody. Eminem will probably pay him for it just to just to try. Um, not saying that he couldn't do it, but yeah. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, but, I can't, watch this. I'm gonna battle Jadakus. <laughs> but she, <laughs> she, is dope too. It's she just he, he gets lost. Yeah, he gets lost in it because right. I don't think he's as active as Jada. Yeah, and, and Styles. Style, so. Yeah, Styles had an album that I actually gave a, a, a oh, lot. That was dope. I gave that uh, a lot of spins. Gangster Gentlemen. Maybe I don't remember what it was called. It was like was. beige with an S. Like a black old English S on the CD. Yeah, I think so. I don't know what it was. Gangster Gentleman, and it, it had a. I get high, high, oh, high. Oh, right on there. I don't remember. Oh, maybe. Not. I remember it was dope. <laughs> Either way, they're all fucking legends. If you guys don't know about it. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, that was Swiss produced too, which is kind of dope. Yeah, Swiss and the Locks a good comedy. 
Yeah. Oh, and this is not 98, guys, but 98, Locks did come out with their first album off of Bad Boy, Money, Power, and Respect, like Oof. we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, but in my opinion, people always refer to this album, Money, Power, and Respect, but mm -hmm. in my opinion, their album with Rough Riders, when it finally got off of Bad oh. Boy... We are the streets. That yeah. was a phenomenal. That's album. the locks as they were meant to be. I yes. feel like, like that's yes. the locks should should be. Yes, it's just that they were shitting on Puff and Bad Boy the entire time. I had to like listen they, with one ear. You know, they, yeah. they, they reveled in that. They did. They did. But yeah. you know, um, they they yeah they it it's totally set them off when they they teamed up with Swiss. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. Well, they were fucking with Rough Riders prior to getting signed to Bad Boy, right. but it just it never worked out with Bad Boy and them. But in any case... It's uh, funny when you hear stories about times back then because it was so... Like, as a, as a young kid and listening on the radio, you think it's way more corporate, I guess, yeah. and legit than it was. Yeah. And it really was a lot of times. And a lot of times it was, but a lot of times it was just like... No, like, I knew him, that was my cousin, uh -huh. so-and-so was in the studio, yeah. and we made dope songs, <laughs> and that's how so it turned out. So it still out. literally is one of those, it's not what you know, it's who you know type who of you situations, know, yeah. you know? A lot of situations. Like, but hey, the, all of Dog Pound stuff, like, yeah. it was Warren G's, Snoop's cousin, or, or whatever it was. It's like, yeah. a lot of yeah, relationships exactly. building it. Exactly. And uh, Daz. These guys are all dope, though, you know? So it's like, I'm yeah. glad that that worked out for <laughs> that fashion. Right. But, I mean, talking about Dog Pound, Snoop Dogg came out with uh, The Game Is To Be Sold, Not To Be Told, off of the Master P, No Limit label. Um, and then there's Daz Dillinger, like you said, yeah. Corrupt. I actually really enjoyed this Corrupt album. This is when I was trying I to like I, dibble I and dabble in too, the right? West Coast music. Yeah. Uh, and Corrupt was one of them with, uh, yeah. what was it, Corruption? Yeah, Corruption, exclamation mark. Uh, <laughs> This shit was dope. Corrupt could rap his ass up. Wait, I'm sorry. That's not that album. Which? Um, yeah, what? Corrupt came out with an album that I really enjoyed. Uh, it wasn't Corruption, though. Corruption it might have been before. But I don't know what, which one you're talking about. Um, uh, oh, it was a year after, 99. The Streets is a Mother. <laughs> I don't remember which one it was. But the I remember, Streets I think is a my Mother. I was a Corrupt fan way more than I was. Um,. But I, I liked Corrupt. I, I feel like there were so many bad boy art. Like, I feel like I really like Warren G. Like, there's so many... Uh, not bad boy. So many uh, um, Death Row, Dog Pound affiliated West, artists yeah. that were just like... They just had extra people that were, that, that were good. They were all dope. It's just that they were all having to play the backseat right. to Pac so, and Snoop and, 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 and those guys. Yeah. But The Streets is a Mother was the album, but that came out in 99. That that album was dope. That That's an underrated album, mm -hmm. in my opinion. I check that out, too. Uh, yeah, check that out. A lot of Daz Dillinger production. Daz is a, is a legend. He's underrated as a producer, uh -huh. especially from the West Coast, because like Pac and Snoop, for artists, Dre was the one in the West, you know, so as far yeah, as Yeah, I mean, became a legend. Right. In <laughs> fucking the, the 80s. Production. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, he's, he had been a legend by this point, right, yeah. He was already that dude by by mm -hmm. this point, Mad Rich with House in the Hills. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exactly, well, but... still trying to get on. Yeah, though, though those guys came out, you know, that year, 98, so it was some Jeez, West please. Coast There's love. so many, I don't know if we can get to all these, it's like a part two. Yeah, uh, one interesting trend that I noticed when I looked at 98 albums was Wu-Tang had um, 
their album The Swarm. But there are a lot mm-hmm. of Wu-Tang affiliated. So they're Wu-Tang solo albums. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, for those of you that don't know, I feel like everybody knows Wu-Tang by now. But Wu-Tang's like nine people deep. <laughs> but yeah. each of them did like, a, they had their own solo thing. So like, you probably know Ghostface career, Raekwon's career. Yep. They had meth. huge career, meth, meth men, huge careers on their own. Came out as well. That year. But they had like lesser-known Wu-Tang artists like Capadonna put on album 98. Um, Killer Priest was kind of, I think, Wu-Tang affiliated. Killer Army, uh, Sons of Man. Those are all, like, spin-offs of Wu-Tang. Like, they're cousins. And it's like nine of them, so they got mad people that they know. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of them were putting out albums in 98. <laughs> it's so about like, who you know, man. Exactly. <laughs> it's not nine, so nine Wu-Tang, artists, yeah. Killer Army, Capadonna, Killer Priest, and Sons of Man. Oh, shit. All Wu-Tang, they all yeah. had an album in 98. That's crazy. <laughs> they said, fuck it. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's go. Let's get this money. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yo, people buying hip-hop CDs. Let's do it. <laughs> RZA came out with an album, too. RZA came out with an album that Bobby year. Digital. Bobby Digital. I remember that. Cause I remember it because of the cover. It was different. Yeah, it was different. It was like, that's interesting. Yeah. RZA, we knew you were weird, but... I wasn't really with it. I did listen to it, though. I remember. Yeah, it was left. He yeah. totally went left. And yeah. not in the... I'm gonna be creative and it's gonna be super good kind of way. <laughs> it's kind of like this is different. Yeah. Um, Bobby Digital. But yeah, like, <laughs> he did sound like he did that. that a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right though. A lot of woo, a lot of woo influence of '98. Um, talking about woo, I know he's not a woo a member, but uh, definitely a close friend. And like we said, Meth Meth came out with an right. album, Takao 2000, Judgment Day, and Redman. Also right. came out with the album Doc's the Name 2000. Yeah, uh, Redman is very underrated as well. Super underrated. I feel he like he's dope. Hip hop fans know him. He never kind of really. He's in movies like they did How High, but I feel like in terms of the way that people latched on to hip hop music, Redman never benefited from that. <laughs> it yeah. was like somehow it passed him over. It's weird. It did. Yeah, Not a lot I don't of people know. are like Redman fans. He's dope. He's yeah, very underrated and, and he's like dope. funny and like and cool. Ha- he like has, man he has classics. <laughs> he does. He has it's classics. It's weird that people don't really know Redman. Take it like this. <laughs> if if the, the people that that um, got mad at D for, for calling Eminem under it or overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that caught that. Uh <laughs> I get, I gotta find the uh dang it. Yeah, it's just it's upside down, so um, <laughs> Um, whoever thought that, that D was wrong for that, <laughs> you gotta remember if you're a big Eminem fan, then you should know that M said mm. something about his rank of rappers. Mm. I forget what the bar before it goes, but he but he ranks them. He says it goes Reggie, Jay Z, Tupac, and Biggie. Andre Talk from Outkast, Jada, Corrupt, Nas, and Demi. He does say Corrupt, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but he put Reggie up there, if not the first. M, I don't know where you put Mace under. I know Mace is one of your guys. I'm gonna let that that bar go. Let that slip. Yeah. But he does like, mention Redman. Redman is a he's a legend. It's just not really recognized. Redman kind of doubled up. He had the Death Squad album came out. Oh yeah, year. that's it was right. Eric Sermon, Redman, and Keith Murray. Speaking yep. of collab, like they yeah. were dope together. They were they, dope. They were I don't dope. know if it was their styles or their voices that blended really well yeah. together, but they made some dope music. They did together. Eric Sermon was was yeah. dope. With and they all had like really good careers because yep. I mean it's the tail end of Eric Sermon it was EPMD yep. back in the day and 
Keith Murray, they kind of tail end of their career. Yeah. They you don't hear much from them after this, right? But they teamed up with Redman and had a dope kind of super group. I am always kind of happy when one hundred four point three plays a. Uh, that R. Kelly record that has Keith, Mur- Keith Murray on oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like super... Keith, like, oh, Keith Murray is just killing it. <laughs> Keith Murray is always excited. It's yeah, like, yeah. He's always eager to, to spit his verse. Yeah, he's happy to be on there. That's dope. Um, One song you might know from this, they did their version of Rapper's Delight, which I memorized. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I do remember that. even hearing, I think, the original Rapper's Delight. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Um... Again, there's a lot of albums that came out in 98, <laughs> a lot of big albums, but Busta came out with his third album. Which um, was that? I don't remember this one so well, but uh, ELE Extension, Extinction. Oh, yeah, Level I, I had this on CD. Um, I had a, actually, this was around the time our friend, me and my brother's friend Andrew, his brother worked oh, for Def oh, Jam, I think. And so it was so many weird stuff that happened. Huh. Like, like we'd be, we were at Andrew's house one time and. Um, his brother came home and he was like, "Yeah, Onyx dropped me off. <laughs> Onyx crazy. was in the car. <laughs> Onyx dropped an album in '98. Onyx dropped an album. Shut him down, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was around that time. It was just such a crazy popping time for hip hop. This is crazy because I, I didn't even recognize <laughs> that this was the album that had "Give Me Some More." What's it gonna be with Janet? Oh. These are fucking right. Yeah, Busta too. had some 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 songs on this man. Busta was on yeah. a nice run, an underrated run as well. Right. Yeah, we got this CD for free from Andrew's brother. And it, was like, <laughs> it was like the promo version. But yeah, I liked this album a lot. This okay. Busta album. This is nice. So Busta came out. Uh, DJ Clue came out with the Professional. <sighs> Let's not forget that. I love that album. Man. Yeah. We haven't even talked about punk. had the Rough Riders anthem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> had the Rough Riders anthem remix. It had Ooh. it had Fantastic Four with Cameron, oh, Pun, Nori, Cannabis. That sh- uh, shit. Even the old DJ Clue, the professional. Yeah, yeah, professional. His I think this was his, professional, yeah, yeah, professional. Look, his, think this was his, uh, yeah. his first studio album. Yeah, uh, he had yeah. gangster shit with Jay Z and Ja. Like, legit, legit. Thugged out shit, Memph. That's a really good album. I played the hell out of that. Hold on. On tape. He also had That's the Way featuring Fab. Hey, oh. Foxy Brown and Mace. Oh. That's right. I don't remember. Fab that. and Mace on the same track. And boy, did Fab sound like Mace. <laughs> uh, <laughs> boy, did Fab sound like Mace, yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, this is a great. It's 22 tracks. Yeah, if you don't uh, know why is Clue a, is, is, album. is Clue, that's a good good album to check out. And and the Rough Riders Anthem remix was, it had the whole Rough Riders crew on there, but it was dope because that's the one where the hook, X, because X always just performed it like the remix, like live, but you know how the hook for Rough Riders Anthem, go, Anthem goes, um, Stop, uh-huh. drop, yeah. shut them shut down, up, up right? Up, up. But yeah. the remix it goes, my dogs go, stop, oh, your dogs yeah, go, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's like he filled it in, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, man, that's good music. Yeah, <laughs> so good. Shit, Darlene, <laughs> you might be onto something with '98. Man, but I don't know. Yeesh, <laughs> it's just so good. You know oh, what it man. is? Let me just give this quick knowledge. Do you want to talk about another album? Uh, yeah. I mean, real quick, one yeah. we talked about already. Um, one of my castaway albums I'd take to a deserted island, island with me, I think I said, was uh, Big Pun's Capital Punishment album, mm-hmm. which I've always felt like just such a really good, well-rounded album. 
it's like every yeah. he checks every box you want mm-hmm. in a hip hop album. Mm-hmm. It's like dope features, dope production. He's got everybody in buses on there, white clubs on there, like all the terror squads on there, black thoughts on there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. <laughs> it's just a bunch of craziness. It's like black just thought good stuff. Solo EP produced by Ninth Wonder coming soon. Oh. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, I saw yeah. like a tweet about that. Yeesh, we're spoiled people. Like, I mean, this <laughs> yeah. is all, the, the thing about music, this is all still there. Yeah, like it's <laughs> you can yeah. if you've missed everything we just we've talked about so far, it's all still there. Yeah. Plus all the new stuff exactly. we're looking forward to this year. Nothing to fucking complain about. Seriously, like stop, stop your whining. Yeah. So there's good music if you feel like yeah. listening to good music. But like you were saying, uh, you the pun album. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, the pun album, it's got, like, storytelling, it's got, like, everything you can imagine you want out of a hip-hop album. Mm-hmm. Uh, some hits, some, like, dance songs, a little bit of R&B mixed in, everything you want on that album. Capital, Capital Punishment's one of my favorites. It's been in Definitely. heavy rotation for me since 98, which is crazy to think. It's been 20 years I've been listening to that, 20 to that album. 20 years, 20 fucking years. It's one of those albums, like, I know literally every word of the That's entire dope. album, That's including dope. the skits. It's crazy. That's dope. It's crazy. That's super dope. Um, yeah, Juvenile's 400 Degrees came out, um, which was a great album, too. Uh, I was never really on the Cash Money wave eh? until later, but I recognized this album and the uh, Hot Boys Guerrilla Warfare album. That oh, yeah. I couldn't deny those albums. Those were those were great. Manny Fresh was on a fucking run. Um, Manny Fresh was a monster. He was. Manny him, Fresh goes down as a legendary Swiss, hip-hop producer, right? Him and Swiss, oh, yeah. side by side. Those 98, 99, they Oof. were running it into the 2000. They, they were. should do a battle. You know how, um, what was it, Swiss? Oh, Just Blaze? Swiss like, yeah. Swiss, but, Swiss had too many, he has too many anthems. And he's still practicing as a yeah, thing. I think that's why it's hard to beat him. You know, Manny Fresh, I don't know if I should throw this out there, but <laughs> hopefully Melanie doesn't hear this, but Manny Fresh hit on Melanie. Wait, <laughs> pause, rewind, rewind. Talk to him. One more time, what did yeah. you just say? Manny Fresh, I think, had a DJ set. The Manny set. Fresh? The Manny Hit Fresh. Hit on Melody? Yeah. How? When did that happen? I think... How did I, I think, hear about I this? I don't remember... Um, I don't think I'm supposed to tell this story <laughs> on the podcast, but I'll just be light about it. Um, wow. I think, I, think, uh, I think Manny Fresh did some like DJ set some, at okay. some point in Chicago like That's a couple so years back. And then, this is when Mel was going out like every weekend. Right, fresh, fresh, and then and fresh. Yeah, and then you know she, you know, obviously Mel knew who wow. Manny Fresh was, and then well, yeah, you know, and they were by the, they had like their probably their VIP section or something like that, and then and tried to like, hey, try to make it happen, but Mel wasn't having it. What a wildy. So, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, that just popped in That's my head crazy. right now because I was thinking about Manny Fresh's face, and it just was like. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Manny Fresh was killing it. Him and Swiss was going into the 2000 like it was no one's business. Yeah. Um, but It'd be dope to do it. To see, I, I just want to hear more Manny Fresh production. I, I do too. I, don't care, like, I do what too. Artist I really for. do too. Yeah. I just appreciate Manny I love, Fresh's I love his production. Yeah, he has some yeah. good shit. Um, but yeah, what I wanted to say earlier is um, when comparing 98 to 2017, you know, with. The amount of quality music or whatever, it makes makes me think of how we talked about earlier about um, basketball, mm. the comparison, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we can say like, "Oh, LeBron ain't better than Mike," right? For X Y Z reasons, right? Mm-hmm. And that's fine. 
but it gets to a point where you're saying you're saying certain things and I'm like well it's hard to okay you have your point but it's hard to say that because are you telling me that the talent is not better than it was back then right you telling me that okay let's talk about basketball right right you telling me that the athletes aren't more athletic aren't stronger aren't faster <laughs> than they higher, were 20 30 years even. ago yeah stronger yeah you're lying to yourself if you're yeah. saying that right the competition is different competition is different sure refereeing is different you can argue that you mm -hmm. know flops and this and that okay right. fine you can argue yeah. that but Hand you're not telling me the talent. That, yeah right. you can't tell me the talent is not up to par and you can't tell me that it's not better than it was back then Yes. With hip hop, you can argue with me saying, but the talent back then was better than right now. But it's so many now <laughs> because it's bigger now. Right. You know, like the so, yeah. the it's it's a business. It's way more now. accessible. Just like more basketball is a business. So get involved in it. Yeah. yeah. It's so it's it's just so I mean, we could debate thing. it to the end of the day. No one's yeah. really gonna win because this you're gonna have your points. Right. Yeah, you're gonna have your points. So Yeah, and we're talking about I don't think we were recording it, right? We were talking about uh, we weren't. Rakim, right? Yeah, we weren't recording Yeah, it. so you asked me about Rakim right before yeah. we started yeah. recording this episode. Uh, Mike asked me if, if, um, like if I was into Rakim or if I listened to Rakim. Yeah. And what I said was, I, I heard Rakim a little bit later. And yeah. so somebody who's 10 years older than me has a different opinion of Rakim than I do because I heard Rakim coming back, and duh, I yeah. grew up hearing a about Rakim, right. just like this generation, take somebody who's like 23 now, grew up hearing mostly about some of these guys that we're talking about right now, and not necessarily listening to them as fans. And so like when I heard Rakim, I was like, okay, I could see why you're a fan, but it's nothing I haven't really heard already. It's nothing that I would say is way better than what's out now. And it's kind of like Jay-Z. For a younger generation, they listen to Jay-Z and they're like, yeah, I, okay, that's cool, but I don't really get it. And for me, I understand that Rakim, when he came out, he, it was different, and he was doing it differently than people had done it, and better. Yeah. And so it was like, whoa, that's amazing. And Jay-Z was like new and different, and he was doing it better than people had done it. And it's like, whoa, that's amazing. But now you've heard, if you're a young, young dude now, you've heard a lot of people, not only who grew up listening to Jay-Z and, and drew from his influence... But you've heard a lot beyond Jay-Z. Right. And so it's hard to go back and hear it like we heard it exactly. in that same setting. It's just different. And so, like, I was saying this weekend, I was listening to or watching on YouTube um, just because I, I, was, I, I was actually thinking about this whole, like, this, these conversations that happened. And so uh -huh. I went and watched on YouTube Michael Jordan, right? Just okay, watched yeah. his performances. Right. And so I'm watching his videos and thinking, how high is he jumping? Like, what's the defender doing? Yeah. Like, what team is he playing? Who's on the team that he's playing? Like, is that dunk way harder than the dunks they do now? Is that shot harder to make than the shots that they make now? And it's hard to see. I can understand why a kid who grew up seeing only LeBron or Steph Curry would look at somebody like Jordan and say, okay, he's good. I just don't really see why you're all about him. Because mm -hmm. you look at just the highlights and you're like, okay, that LeBron could do that dunk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right, right. It's like, shoot, Zach Levine could do that dunk. And it's like, yeah, but I mean, it was a different thing. Like, nobody was doing it like that. And we hadn't seen anything like it at that point. Right. So it's different. Like, you've seen Kobe. You've seen, like, a bunch of other people since then. And so it just hits you differently. You it's experience just different. it differently. Yeah, it's just different. 
it's just different. And we could ar- again, we could argue yeah. both sides <laughs> of it for for the music, hip hop music, and basketball. So that's a barbershop conversation. It's just it is. It'll it always is. be that same. It'll always be a debate. debate. Yeah, and it'll it'll be just that. And then one side's gonna think that they're right, and the other side's <laughs> gonna think that they are. You know, but um, yeah, shit. I mean, that's just yeah. what it is. At a certain um, point, you just got to say, I'm just going to appreciate what's good and it's cool. That's what people have to do. That's why right. when people argue like, about LeBron with basketball, I got to say this, man. Just let it go. When, <laughs> when people argue about LeBron, I'm like, man, you're not seeing what, like, you're not, yeah. you're not appreciating on. what it is. You just want to trash him for X, Y, Z, but you're not giving him... Yeah. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, like, do the flops outweigh everything you've seen LeBron James do? Do they? Do they really? Listen, like, come on. That was also just his Miami years. <laughs> <laughs> flops are so bad, though, if you watch like, a competition. They were bad. They, they were bad. bad. They were bad. They were but bad. you see him do legendary stuff. You're like, come on. You got to give him credit. I also got to say that he did the flops because the referees <laughs> weren't giving him what it, It's like watching soccer. I asked somebody about soccer. Yo, why are they like all flying all over the place? Like, why are they all falling on the floor? And they're like, well, that's the game. If you can get the ref to call it, then get the ref to call it. Why would you not do that if you're trying to win? It's a game in the game, bruh. That's what it is. But, <laughs> but You might not like that setup, yeah, but yeah, that's but, the game they're playing. Yeah, in any case, you know, like, it, it's tough. You know, uh, maybe I went out on a limb and said that 2017 was the best year in hip hop ever, uh, but that's just because we—I mean, given this is that—that that was our first year doing the podcast, and we just had so much to talk about because <laughs> before we knew it, another great album would come out. And, and back to back you know, to back it's back. not like there were just albums. It's not like Jay dropped 444 and it was terrible. It's not like uh, Kendrick dropped his um, oh. third album and it was terrible like these were great albums that came yeah. out that year these are moments um, yeah they were big deal yeah. things that happened last year and, yeah. and looking into 1998 20 years ago these were great albums as well at least the ones that we talked about you know and right. some of these other albums obviously they were good albums some were yeah I mean we so didn't good. mention Ice Cube's um, War and War Peace, Peace. <laughs> yeah we didn't have to that's why <laughs> He started acting. We're happy. He started acting. You, your acting career took off. That's yeah. cool. Cameron Confessions of Fire. Oh, that's, we, we've talked about we that. Liked, we yeah. liked that album. It's not really a classic right. or anything like that, but it was a good album. Yeah. Nate Dogg. You know, like, there's so many. Black Eyed Peas are making rap songs. What? <laughs> 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 they used to do that. Once right. upon a time. Yeah. Fergie wasn't in there then, right? No, it was yeah, some other dude with chance. That. <laughs> They're like, you gotta go, son. Yeah. <laughs> they Fergie and they went mainstream. Yeah. But, I guess it yeah, out. I mean, oh shit, Moment of Truth by Gangstar was a fucking great album. Um, But yeah, like D said, there's so many. Scarface came out with my homies. That Man. It's a great, 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 great. It was a great, great it was a great year. year. It was a great year. So it's up there uh, for, for hip hop. And yeah, we just thought that it was a great. Um, great opportunity to talk about these albums because we've talked about um, a few of them mm-hmm. in, in prior episodes just because a lot of our knowledge comes from the mid to late 90s. Right, those are formative years. Those were, yeah. So I mean, hip-hop was growing up and, and really reaching maturity at this point. Like, right. 98, it was like, oh, okay, it's this is what it is. Right. Big deal. Right. 98 was clearly yeah. a year that hip-hop blew up mm-hmm. you know like it was already All making these. its waves people didn't really it made stars they thought it would be a fad too. right they thought it would be yeah. a fad 
And then and then Biggie and Pac dying years before that, they probably were like, oh, this shit not gonna last. <laughs> yeah. People just killing each other. We'll, we'll just let them do that. Right. You know? You can't you know, play this 98, on a commercial. We started coming out for real. Right. So, 98, we appreciate you. It's a great year. I mean, look, if 98, if this didn't happen, could 2017 have happened? No. No. Could. Right? So. Um, yeah. And so, then, yeah, shit. it launched careers. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and ended a couple, but it launched a bunch of careers. Shout out Cannabis real quick. <laughs> it's just dope. <laughs> I mean, think about it. The beginning of the locks. I mean. Yeah. It's a the, lot. The ending of cannabis. <laughs> but uh yeah, but no, like this was a great year in ninety eight for hip hop. And uh look at this, twenty years later, you know, like uh, Yeah, some more artists about these songs and albums and artists. Yeah. Twenty years later. Again, guys, there are a lot there are a lot of artists out right now because and, and I mean because there are a lot of artists out right now that aren't up to par and not good, you know, in our 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 uh, and our eyes and our ears because we we appreciate what ninety eight and the years right. before then had given us. Yeah, but and I was thinking about that too. When I was thinking about this episode, like for you guys who don't understand what all the old heads are talking about when yeah. they're like what hip hop used to be, you might have missed like just even if you don't think you care, go back and listen to the albums that came out in ninety eight. Right. Listen to some of the ones that we talked about. You'll see, like it was, it was a different thing. Like people, they held themselves different. to a higher standard. It was different. For the most part, there's still people making great music, as we keep saying today, but it was a it was a different experience. Yeah, and that's why the old heads tell these younger ca- younger cats that, you know, you can't do it like that. You know, like you can't do this <laughs> and that. But at the same time, in their defense, that's how they're yeah. gonna express it. Yeah, Hip hop has always been we like that. It. You know, different. so we'll see. We'll see how it all pans out. But I know the all the lils out right now. Lil's <laughs> hands. Yeah. yeah. Stupid ass names. Windex and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I mean, we'll see. But little, little Pete, little pump. You, you gotta have those in order to have the great ones too. Yeah. You know, like I don't know. That that's just that's just our opinion. But shit, twenty years later, we're still here. Hip hop is still here. Yeah. So uh, it's a beautiful thing. What up? But yeah, I mean, if we, I don't, I don't think we missed. Albums. I'm sure we, we didn't talk about right. in depth about a lot of albums, but um, you can always tweet complaints at Dimitri two four six. Yeah. <laughs> or or you could you could tweet complaints at the crew <laughs> at RMTTY podcast uh-huh. and tweet me compliments at <laughs> MTZ on Twitter. And uh, let yeah. us know what other years you think were like landmark yeah. years. For yeah, yeah. Like I feel like ninety three was one of those years. I feel like ninety three yeah. was a big ninety three, ninety four. I gotta look at them again. Yeah. But there are other years that are like big deal years. I'd be curious to see what years <laughs> other people think yeah, are if, huge years in hip hop. If a lot of people say um, ninety three, then we gotta do we'll a talk about twenty five year talk to twenty five year anniversary, right? No, I'm kidding. But I mean, shit. If you guys crazy. enjoyed this, maybe ninety nine. We could do a, a one to ninety nine and do a twenty year birthday Ooh. anniversary thing for that. But yeah, tweet us. You know, let us know what y'all think. And um, yeah, our Instagram is at rmt. No, I'm sorry. Our Instagram is at remind me to tell you. This episode will be uploaded. On Monday, which is today, if you're listening right now. Word up. SoundCloud.com slash remind me to tell you. Get it while it's fresh. And D will handle the iTunes. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, search us on iTunes. Search yeah. us on the internet. You'll find us. Search us. The brand is strong, as they remind, say. <laughs> yeah, remind me to tell you. Oh, speaking of the brand is strong. Oh, yeah. Jesus and Mero. Oh, yeah. Y'all are on tour soon. And you happen to come to Chicago when I know. we are attending one of our best friends' yeah, wedding. That's not on us. That's so you. you should have checked with us. Open invitation <laughs> to Jesus and Mero after the show at the Chicago Theater. Come on by I to know. the Chicago. Indian wedding is a good food, man. O'Hare, good people, good Marriott. Music, good food. That's a good time. Come to the reception. <laughs> You can take D and I's seats. <laughs> yeah, we're going to dance floor anyway. Yeah, and uh, have some good Indian food and take pictures with us and then y'all can leave. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, we are doing well. We appreciate all the the, the plays and um, the, the tweets. Yeah, and all you guys who have shared our podcast with your friends and told yeah. people about it and all that. We appreciate you. We appreciate good you. Good looking out. Keep it up. We, we took out the I appreciate you drop, so I can't use it, but uh, but we do. So, on that note, this is episode 28 of Remind Me to Tell You. I go by the name of MTZ. And I'm Dimitri. And this is... Remind Me to Tell You with MTZ. Remind Me to Tell You with Dimitri. Start the balance, we wildin' wildin', swing rappers while he found Washed up on Coney Island, when I rolled up This nigga hustled slowed up, that killer froze up When I pulled up, jumped out with the pump up 32 shots and ducked out, then I broke out Left that cat for dead, his body smoked out